Okay. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome to Authentically Speaking. Today, on my second episode, I have with me Ryan Drews, who is a poet, a writer, a yogi, a hopeless romantic, a traveler, and a wanderer. Welcome, Ryan. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Good. Thanks for joining us. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. You are very welcome. So according to your bio on Instagram, you are exactly what I just introduced to everyone, a writer, a traveler, Mm -hmm. explorer, um, hopeless romantic. For those of you who don't know you, would you just give everyone a little bio and introduce yourself to all of us? Sure. I'm uh, 38. I'm born and raised in, in, well, I wasn't born in Bricktown, but I was raised in Bricktown. Um, single, no children, been sort of on a, I don't know, spiritual path, growth of evolution the past definitely three years, but can probably go back about six or seven years. Um, it's been a whirlwind of emotions for me. And, um, it's even crazier now that I'm on your podcast and everything that kind of, kind of led to this. And, uh, it's pretty much where I'm at right now. So, Yeah. Um, can you, would you mind sharing with everyone what happened in February of 2012? <laughs> yeah, um, it goes back, um, I mean, it goes back even farther, but, you know, February 2012, I was traveling through the Caribbean at the time uh, in St. John, and I just happened to have this sort of feeling inside uh, I don't know how to explain it other than this was sort of where I was supposed to be um, kind of there was more to life than just kind of binge drinking and being at the bar and you know doing everything that we do as uh, as a society and um, I was already sort of in the midst of cleaning up my my diet as far as starting to switch to a more organic um, diet cutting out a lot of the processed stuff but this was really the first time everything, even traveling, like just being outside of, you know, I like to call it New Jersey, uh, the bubble, you know, being outside yeah. of the bubble. Um, and, uh, you know, I came back from that. Um, I, I was, uh, it's been so, such a while, it's probably five or six years into my relationship at the time. Um, there really were no issues then, but, um, you know, I came back and from that and there was just a, a, a thought, a thought change. And from there, things just, mentally started to change for me slow but slow but things started to kind of progress from there yeah so what um what happened like as far as heartbreak goes with you um you know we've all kind of we've all had heartbreak in our life I think um and it's a matter of how what we do to heal from heartbreak so what did you, what, what path are you on to heal from any heartbreak that you've had in the past? Uh, well, the crazy thing is, and I, I know I can go back to 2003. I didn't date at all when I was growing up. Um, I was kind of shy, nervous, um, went through a whole thing. High school was just kind of weird for me. I had this, I kind of just shut down in high school. So I didn't really talk to anyone, kind of on my own for most of it. So I didn't have my first relationship till I was 20, 21, I guess, my first girlfriend, my first love. Um, two years into that, we wound up breaking up. I, you know, she was cheating on me. I found out a whole bunch of stuff afterwards and it just, it crushed me. I had a broken ankle at the time. So 
everything just kind of crashed in on me and you know everyone told me to get over it move on you know take time I'm sure everyone out there knows sort of the protocol of getting over heartbreak so within a year or two I met a new another person Uh, we took to each other and just kind of rolled into a relationship which wound up lasting for close to 10 years Um, now I look back on it very very dysfunctional um, now that I look back on it but when that ended in 2000 and it's like three years three years ago I guess now everything's kind of blending into each other but um that just reopened so much I, I knew it was time for us to split up but it was just it reopened everything from 2003 um, one thing that really stuck with me um, was the night she did she did leave was you know she said that I didn't love her and that kind of that kind of stuck with me and and from there was really a point where I was like you know what that's that's bullshit <laughs> like you know yeah. that's bullshit and, I'm, I'm, and I had to really kind of open up everything from the past and uh see kind of what was going on you know like just interested in, in sort of how people can can just get up and leave and move on to it move on to something else so quickly so since then you know I took a couple months from there um you know I, I didn't people asked me about going to the therapy. I was kind of against it. You know, I figured I would just kind of move on again and get over it. But um, eventually I just get, I, I caved in. I wound up going to therapy, relationship therapy, just to kind of learn about my past and sort of why, why, why I was the way I was. And then, you know, still kind of learning today a little bit. Yeah. What other tools do you use? Um, I know you're practicing at Sukha. Um, what else are you doing to, Besides traveling and things like that and writing, right? Yeah, traveling, writing. You know, I did a lot of reading. I'm not really reading too much anymore. My, my brain kind of got fried eventually. Eventually, you read so much, everything starts to contradict each other. So you got to kind of put the books down at some point. But, um, you know, reading, writing, um, traveling, um, meditation took me a really long time to get into that. Um, hiking, just being outside. Anything that has to do being outdoors is such a, a stress release for me. Um, being kind of trapped indoors, you kind of go stir crazy. I don't really watch TV anymore. That was a product of traveling. You know, once you start to travel, you get to see another side of the world. You realize things you don't need. You don't need television. It's there's there's all distraction. So, yeah, I agree. I absolutely admire that um, you're, you know, looking to learn and heal and grow. And that you're sharing with everybody. So thank you. Because I know it's it's difficult for a lot of people to do. Uh, but, for, you know, no matter how old we are, I think we should never stop learning and growing and always creating and, you know, recreating ourselves in all aspects of our lives. Um, do you think all of the heartbreaks and losses are preparing you for something more amazing oh yeah for sure and i just want to say too like i know a lot of my writing i guess people could try and spin it into um people are going to spin in spin words into whatever however they want to spin it but you know i never i i both of my relationships i had my faults and i i did a lot of dumb things and you know that's a lot of stuff that i wanted to kind of kind of learn from so i don't want to put all the blame on on my exes because i was definitely at fault for a lot of what on went on as well um, but as for, I, I forget the question that you asked, what was the last question? Um, do you feel that, um, everything that you're creating and you're learning and healing, 
do you think it's, and all these lessons, all these lessons that we learn in life, do you think it's preparing you for something? Yeah, I do. I mean, I hope it does. Um, It's been sort of a frustrating road at times, you know, um, I kind of dabbled in the the online dating for a little bit, but that just, that doesn't suit me. You know, I'm I'm not into that. And you kind of look around, I'm kind of on my own here. So I do kind of look around and and I notice everyone sort of mingling and they're out at the bar and doing this and that. And uh, it's just stuff I don't want to be a part of. So it's kind of like kind of stick to myself and, you know, I kind of just have to keep believing that someone I'll cross paths with someone eventually. So. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you know, I, you know, I think self-care, prioritizing self-care really um, helps people get through all situations, whatever it may be, divorce, breakups, you know, a loss of a loved one. Um, and, but a lot of people ignore their feelings and then they become stuck and they go back to the same types of situations <laughs> and they're attracted to the same kind of people, mm-hmm. right? Especially when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. But prioritizing self-care by traveling, by eating well, by meditation, by taking yoga and all of those other tools you're able to help others, mm-hmm. right? What, which you do through your writing, because a lot of people read Thought Catalog and maybe they'll read, you know, your posts on Instagram. And you don't realize that through writing, you're helping other people. Oh, yeah. For, and go I, ahead, go ahead. Yeah. For, for sure. No, I, I just think it's great. And I really try to tell a lot of other moms and dads out there, like, and anybody for that matter, if self-care is out of the equation you it's hard to function Mm -hmm. right you become kind of like you 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 can't function like I always say happy mom equals happy Mm -hmm. kids so if I'm not taking care of myself and you know using all the tools that I have available to be the best mom that I could possibly be like they're not going to be happy kids so I think it's the same thing with any kind of relationship Mm -hmm. well that's how it started for me um the funny, funny thing is, I, I, a couple months after this ten-year relationship ended, I, I, you know, I was, I guess my ego got the better of me. I was like, I'm gonna prove I'm, I'm good for someone, blah blah blah. So I went out and I went online dating, and I met this really nice girl. Actually, I was in no place to date her at the time, but she introduced me to someone on Instagram that was posting all this um, material, and it, all these words were just clicking with me. So I started reading his stuff, which led me to other people. And that's sort of how everything started with me on, on Instagram. Um, I would start sharing people's, their posts, but I would also be including sort of where I was at in my life. And a lot of what I was writing at the time were just words, weren't actions. But I think that was sort of the, the, the beginning and at least planting sort of the seed, sort of like I'm speaking these words, I'm not acting on them, but they are starting to grab hold of me, if that kind of makes sense. When did you start writing and what inspired you? Uh, you know, I, I always, growing up, I always could write my words better than, than, than saying them. Um, I didn't, didn't write a lot, but when something heartfelt did come up, whether I was having an issue with my, my parents or whatever, you know, I would, I would write them a letter instead of saying, A, because I couldn't verbally speak it and B, writing, I can get everything out. But it wasn't until this last breakup three years ago that, I really started writing um, and actually I, I found a connected with a writer on Instagram and we wound up going back and forth a little bit and she had been um, 
providing these writing workshops and that's actually where I started writing. I kind of provided this safe space for me to kind of write things and people were responding to it. And that's kind of was the first time I, I kind of felt safe with my writing and I was getting a pushback a little bit. I mean, you've, you've scrolled through some of my stuff. So there is a lot of uh, deep things scrolling back maybe a year, year and a half ago that people were kind of resistant to, like you should keep it in your journal. You shouldn't share it. But at that point I was like, you know what? I've, I've, I've kept myself closed off for so long. It got me nowhere. So I'm just going to open up and the pendulum, I guess has been in both directions. So it's just a matter of bringing it back to the middle, which I think I've have been doing recently. Yeah. Your work is, it really is. And I read a lot. I almost all of them. Um, it, it, you're a great writer. Um, so that's going to, I'm going to skip over one question, but on one post did catch my eye on February 28th of 2018. Um, you b- wrote a beautiful piece that I want to share with everyone. So I'm going to read it and then I'm going to ask you a question mm-hmm. if that's okay. In life is simply meant to flow. If life is meant to flow, sorry. Why do we find such difficulty in letting go? Why do the good have their hearts so easily broken when all they want is their lives to feel woken? How can we feel love through connection when there's a world out there feeling pain through disconnection? This river of life that's simply meant to flow, damned and blocked, it's time we finally let go. I love that. And my first thought, because I didn't dig so deep I didn't think too much about it but the first thought that popped into my mind was yoga and how we connect with our breath and ourselves and how we flow and how we move to let go of stagnant stuck energy (laughs) to then open up our hearts so if you can just share with everyone what inspired you to write this and what is the true meaning from your heart authentically speaking um a lot of my writing it's weird. Some of my writing, I could just sit on the couch and it just starts kind of flowing some days. Um, this particular piece, I think came out in February, you said. So I just gotten back from a, a three week, three week solo trip through Europe. And uh, I experienced a lot of emotions out there, which I, I, I didn't really expect to have, you know, I was looking forward to it coming into it. But while out there, I just sort of got caught in between these two worlds that I was in sort of my old world of, of, being out late drinking, you know, doing whatever in my new world where I'm at now. So it was a lot of uh, anxiety, depression out there, just being alone. I, I didn't really connect with anyone. Um, so I came, I came back from that travel and, and uh, was still carrying a lot of that emotion over. So that, that this piece, I think, is um, uh, to think where that came from. I think... Um, more or less trying we're sort of all of us are sort of the walking wounded i I like this there's a there's a line in the song a band i listen to um and 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 their their line says the whole world is wounded and i really believe that now like uh, we all sort of have these um battle scars and we're afraid to show them so instead of kind of trying to connect through these hurtful wounds we're just trying to kind of connect through these false kind of like perfectionism like we're these perfect beings does that kind of make sense so yeah so you know that, that's sort of I, I think the basis of it really and then as far as like the the um 
the good having their hearts easily broken. You know, I think there's a lot of people out there that just want to do good and they keep doing good. And for whatever reason, they just keep getting kind of stomped, stomped on a little bit. So it's really the people that keep going about and, and keep, keep doing the good and keep working through that. I think those are the people that, that are really sort of living their life. Yeah. I mean, and it's part of being authentic, right. Mm. Too, um, is learning how to face, you know, emotions and all difficult challenges that we do go through. Excuse right. me. <clears throat> Losing my voice a little bit. Um, sorry about that. But it's a beautiful piece and there there are I mean, whoever what is your Instagram handle? Can you share uh, with it's, um, yeah, it's our listeners? R- uh, Ryan R-Y-A-N.J.Drews, D-R-E-W-E-S. And I actually just switched a couple months ago. I had another handle which was just kind of a nickname. But once I started moving forward with a lot of this writing, I was like, you know, I should probably change it to my name. So it is my name. So you can find me there. Yeah, it's great. Now, how did Thought Catalog? Um, I you? think I was just Googling stuff one night and it, and it popped up. So. And, oh, wow. I read from Thought Catalog a mm-hmm. lot during class. Um, I find a lot of their contributing writers just are super talented mm-hmm. and they really they write and you know from mm-hmm. their heart and that's what about all different topics um so i did in my intro i read your latest um that was just published on new year's eve actually um so everyone will get to hear that plus i'm also sharing it in class today which is yeah that cool. that just so. i was just sitting on the couch the other night and it just all kind of came out in, in probably about 20 minutes so <laughs> Wow. See, that's talentful. But it's great. To, it's healing. Writing. You find writing. Oh, yeah. Writing. I'm not only. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, and now I think sure, I'm, I'm helping people, but I'm also helping myself. I'm getting stuff that and I don't want this to come across sounding bad. I, people, parents are, and my family is probably going to listen to this, but um, I, I'm getting stuff that just wasn't given to me. So I'm so. No, I think, I mean, writing, I only started writing, um, near, not nearly as good as you, but about three and a half years ago when I opened Suka, launched a website, and I, one day I just started typing. And ever since then, it's really, it's been healing for me. I mean, I've healed some deep wounds that I had with my dad, um, a lot of childhood things, you know, it's, it's, it's healing. And I always encourage everybody you know, just start typing or just start writing and you'd be surprised how therapeutic it really is. Oh yeah, is. I think yeah. I wrote my notes somewhere about people just, just sit down and write words. Like even if they don't make sense, write, write everything out, come back to it like a couple hours later and uh, I can almost guarantee you're going to start, your light bulb's going to go off. You're going to be like, oh yeah, like this sort of makes sense now. <laughs> right, or why, you know, even if you feel like you're, like do you get writer's block and all ever? Yeah, sometimes, just, sometimes yeah. I do and then I got to, I, I, I find myself uh, – that's funny because when I try to work through writer's block, I, I don't write as well. <laughs> so it's just I got to kind of take a step back and kind of go do something else for a while just to kind of clear my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's what I I'm, I find too um... – when I'm like, oh my God, I, I need to blog. I haven't, someone's like, why haven't you written? And I'm like, I'm stuck, you know? And I'm like, what am I stuck? There's so much, you know? Um, but then all of a sudden I'll be driving or I'll, you know, even be hanging out with my kids and I'm like, oh my God, 
there it is. You know? Oh yeah. But it, it, I have yeah. a piece actually, a small piece that's coming out on Instagram. I don't know, a couple of days that, that goes back to my relationship three years ago that just came into my head the other day. So it's like these things sort of just pop up at random times and it's just all energy sort of clearing its way out. Stuff that you weren't able to say in the past is now working itself, working its way out of you. So, And it's such a weight lifted off of your shoulders, yeah, yeah. right? It's therapy, writing. Free, free is therapy, therapy, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. You just need some pens, a few pieces, a journal, a few pieces of paper, yep. computer, and you're good yep. to go. So you've recently started to practice yoga, adding yoga to your toolbox of mm-hmm. healing, which I like to, you know, we all have all these tools mm-hmm. that we use to heal. And, um, what do you like most about the practice and how has it had a positive effect on you? Well, life? when I first started doing it a couple of years ago, I hated it. I just it wasn't vibing with it, the chanting and, and everything about it. I just, I was, I've been doing Pilates for probably five years now. So I was doing movement with my body, but the yoga just didn't resonate with me so I took a couple years off from it and then um I was doing some Reiki healing she went she mentioned about doing doing yoga I was still not in weekly therapy anymore but I was doing some checkups my therapist was telling me you should start doing yoga I was just catching all these signs so I said all right I'll try it again I started doing the hot yoga the vinyasa and even all the the movements I just wasn't really vibing with it and then uh I I live right behind your shop and I just happened to be stopping home one day and it just worked out perfectly. You were doing the, the, the reformative yoga. And that's kind of exactly what I need um, with my business that I do. I'm always in constant motion. So um, I just need something where I can just sit and be mindful and, and kind of veg out and, and hold, hold poses instead of, instead of moving. So I think it's, it's a good sort of um, added. Again, I don't think yoga as a, as a, as a one piece will do anything for you. I think you need to sort of combine the yoga with the eating and, and, and just, there needs to be a whole sort of practice. So. Yeah. It's, it becomes a lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. And you need all the pieces to the yes. puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. You know, going out every night, you know, getting shit faced mm-hmm. and, you know, it's how are you going to get up early the next mm-hmm. morning to go to yoga or probably you just need all of the, the pieces. Yeah, and it, and it takes um, time, you know, like you, if, and I've been there. So if you do your yoga and you go out or you, or you get shit faced the nice before and like the kind of, you kind of have to work all that out of your system. So people can't be hard on themselves. Like if you want, if you do yoga in the morning, get shit faced at night, you know, what? just say it is what it is and, and move on the next day and keep kind of practicing and eventually you sort of rewire yourself to these new sort of habits and stuff. So it just takes time. Yeah, it, You know what? It does take time. And, you know, a question that I asked yesterday in class was do, how do you feel when you, what do you do when you feel good? <laughs> and what do you do when you feel like shit? <laughs> Right. So all of the things that make you feel good, do mm-hmm. them. All of the things that don't make you feel good, <laughs> don't, don't do, do them. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so yoga is definitely, it, it's changed my mm-hmm. life um, in so many, so many different ways. But again, I did incorporate, you know, other things as well as the yoga, mm-hmm. but it, it really has um, for not just the business reason, you know, 
for I was never able to I was never a good speaker I never spoke from my heart I never spoke you know I was not shy um I had a hard time speaking my truth so uh, me too. not like I I'm lied but I just <laughs> I was just a yes person mm-hmm. you know I I just kind of yes everybody to death mm-hmm. but um and I still today I find myself yesing at times so it's never you know it, again it just goes back to keeping at it repetitive I mean you you I'm 38 so you know I always I always think to myself I sort of had 36 years of operating the same way so now here I am two years into rewiring everything so who knows you know it could take till I'm 60 till I'm finally have all these new sort of habits and and processes kind of working for me so it's really it's just interesting you're kind of really deconstructing yourself and it's it's hard it's scary <laughs> it you know what though everybody i don't know one perfect there there can't be perfect people out there that don't need to constantly learn grow mm-hmm. and heal you know, I think it's just a matter of people accepting the fact that they do need healing. Mm-hmm. You know, even people that claim they're in like, you know, the perfect marriage mm-hmm. or the perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. There's no such mm-hmm. thing. You know, I, I don't care what anybody says. There's no such thing as no. that. It's work. You know, you could be married for 50 years. They work mm-hmm. at it. And if whether you're single, married, dating mm-hmm. someone, it's still work. But it's got to come from within. Mm-hmm. You, you need to be healed before you get into a new relationship. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's, yeah. 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 Like, you know, I was divorced. I'm divorced a long time. 12 years, maybe. I don't even know. 12, 13. Wait. Patrick, yeah. 12 years. And, you know, I didn't jump right into <laughs> a new relationship. I needed to heal mm-hmm. first. You know, I had other things. I needed a new career. I, I bought a fixer-upper of a house. I had other focuses. And now, all these years later, um, finally in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Is it perfect? No. You know, am I still working on myself? Yes. You know, it, it's an ongoing process. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it never ends. You know, I, I always thought... You'd wake up one day and you'd be magically healed and you could go out and be like, oh, I'm all healed. I'm 100% better now. Like, shit doesn't bother me, this and that. But it just doesn't work that way. Even now, I still get triggered by people. And it, it just – the point, the, the, the key now is to, to realize when you're getting triggered and kind of going back in your, in your, in your, time, in, in your life and be like, where, were these, where did these moments start? You know, and then picking up pieces and be like, oh, yes, I got it now. But again, like I said, it takes a lot of time and a lot of patience because everyone, including me, we all want it now. You know, we all want it tomorrow. So Yeah, that instant gratification. Yeah. You know, and that, but that's what our society is. We have everything at our fingertips. Yes. I mean, yeah. we pick up our phone. We have everything we need right yep. there in this moment. And, (laughs) you know, I was listening to a podcast on Oprah and they were talking about finding stillness and look how impatient we get when our computer doesn't load. (laughs) Yep. Fat, like we, we have everything, we want everything here and now this, this very, very moment, but why not enjoy that time of sitting with yourself in stillness while the computer loads. Yep. 
Yep. I just made a costly mistake about a week ago. I was rushing and I wanted to get this certain thing done. And had I taken a step back and waited a couple more hours, I would have never made the mistake. So, you know, I'm still guilty of it. <laughs> Not as much as I used to be, but, you know, I still kind of get caught up in that every once in a while. Right. Same with it's healing. It's with diets. You know, now that like the new year is here, people are like, I want to lose 15 pounds. I want to lose it in <laughs> one week. You know, it, it takes things take time. Yeah, that's why that's why I wrote I wrote a little piece last night about instead of making a resolution, make a commitment because the resolutions they're just gonna they're just gonna go out the window. <laughs> Do you want to share that with us? Uh, the piece that I wrote, I don't have I don't yeah. have it in front of me actually, but the the, okay. the basis okay. is pretty much make a commitment, not a resolution, because you're re- again your resolution you may not want to hear it, it's gonna go out the window. You're gonna give up on it within however long. <laughs> Yeah, and they're they're temporary, right? Two weeks, I think they say they yeah. last for the most part. And then if you slip if you slip well, up with that commitment, you know, you slip up with it, then then just keep keep going with it though. Make that commitment. You know, if the resolution you give up on and you're done. You're like, Oh, I'll just do it next year. Well, don't do that. <laughs> keep make the commitment. <laughs> well they say if you do something for twenty days it becomes habit. A yeah, habit. that's how meditation was yeah. yeah. It took me a long time to get into a daily meditation routine. Yeah, that's pretty, that's meditation stuff. How long do you meditate for? Uh, I do 15 minutes every morning when I first wake up. It's the first thing I do every morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. 15 minutes. Yep. That's good. Well, my, my, yeah, really my good. mind still travels, but it, it's gotten a lot better than it used to. <laughs> oh, well, good for yeah. you. Well, you have to get on your mat more at Suka. You have to try the other classes there. Ryan. I will. <laughs> yeah, you should. You know, if you, we don't, Chant, you don't do any of that stuff. Um, (laughs) and all of the teachers are different, and you'll definitely it's part of growing too, Mm -hmm. right? You know, taking other teachers' classes, and you'll learn something new all the time. But I am so happy that um, I met you and that you were my second guest speaker. I'm so excited! Thank you. you. I, um I wish you the best. Again, um, if you could just repeat your Instagram handle for everyone one more time before we say goodbye. Yeah, it's ryan.j.drews. And I've got a lot of stuff I'm working on, which hopefully I can kind of put out there within the next couple of weeks as far as a website, a book, and a small book, nothing too big. But um, yeah, I got a lot of stuff hopefully coming out soon. So, Oh, well, great. Well, thank you for being my guest. And I will see you soon. So I am going to be posting your piece that was on thought catalog. So I will be posting that tonight as well as sharing it with everyone in my class this evening at six o'clock. So thank you so much and have a happy new year and we will speak soon. Thanks Thanks. Ryan. Thanks everyone. Okay.